Hey there, hello and welcome to Geopol Talks. My name is Franklin Kibweta. In this episode, I am joined by Geopol's Joanne Terriot and Trudeau Manjoro in a discussion around gender equality and the position of women in Africa. We will discuss findings from Geopol's gender equality study which was conducted in Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria and South Africa in March of 2021 as well as personal experiences and opinions. Welcome, or as we say in Kenya, Karibu. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Rudo. Hey. Hey, Frank. Hey, welcome to Geopol Talks. Um, can we start with a brief intro? Uh, please tell our listeners a little about you. We can start with Rudo. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Rudo Manjaro. I am based in South Africa, Johannesburg, and I am currently the vendor management specialist at Geopol. Um, yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. I studied um, strategic brand communications and I mastered in research. Great. Over to you, Joanne. Um, well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Joanne Chariot. Um, I'm based in Nairobi, where I work for Geopol as a survey administrator. Um, yeah, basically, that's what I do. I did uh, project management in school, and this is what uh, we basically do, part of my tasks here in Geopol as well. Good stuff. Now, um, so this conversation is around gender equality and uh, and women rights and the steps that the the, glo- the globe is taking towards achieving gender equality. And Women's Day was in March. Did you guys celebrate it? No, um, I actually did not celebrate it. It is a day I recognized for women, um, but. I'm not sure why it's not a, it's actually not a day that I celebrate um however I think in little ways women do celebrate being a woman uh not particularly on the day I mean sometimes we will do women based events and support each other business wise or mental health wise as women but I don't like for me personally I don't celebrate women's day just on women's day so for you women's day is every day Basically. (laughs) (laughs) All right, how about you, John? Um, Well, for me, I can say, um, yeah, I did celebrate it um, because I feel like this particular day, um, in as much as, yes, women have uh, made progress so much in their lives and in their daily uh, daily struggles, it's a day that highlights the plights of women around the world. And I did, actually. I wished all my friends a happy Women's Day. I... Mm -hmm congratulated them on how far they've come in their lives, what they've done, and to the people who've inspired me as well, spared a thought to them, and yeah, was happy that this day is there, and I think it's it's, it's a good day to celebrate. To celebrate. Ah, good stuff. Um, so, Women's Day, and in some countries, the whole of March is about celebrating gender equality, and reminding the world about women rights um so do you personally think women and and and, and men have equal opportunity to succeed in the society uh, maybe we can start with rudo all right so i'm i'm going to be speaking on the south african landscape on the south african perspective personally i don't think so and you know based on based on even the report we can see the low percentage of our respondents stating that they don't think in the society we have um, equal opportunities. And this is, you know, this this is due to various reasons, such as culture and traditions in South Africa, uh, women's nature in South Africa, and also education and opportunities. And even with the third reason that I gave, um, education and opportunities, it has improved. However, these are one of the reasons why we don't have equal uh, why we don't have equal opportunities in our society. Insightful. 
uh, how about you Joan yes um for this particular question it's interesting my uh, my answer would be yes and no because yes i believe that um as women we have made great steps to reach where we are we have come from far we have we've had fights for equality for for to be included so much in our decision making spheres and education and yes we have made we have seen progress but at the moment i don't believe we are we despite the progress we've made i don't think we have reached there there's still quite an uneven landscape um in comparison with men and women in the uh, with let's say representation in government in management positions in high status in society so i believe we still have a long way to go despite the great strides we've been making i just wanted to elaborate and say you know i think the keyword that is being used here is equal and as you can hear joan and i are saying there's improvement but when we ask about equal opportunities that means that everything is fair and currently South Africa I mean in South Africa the word equal becomes um very difficult to explain because nothing is ever really 100% on either side nothing is ever really 50 50% especially in the work in the workspace so um I just even wanted to touch on my first um reason of culture and traditions when you look at certain cultures and traditions like Zulu um traditions and culture or kosas the man is always made to be the one to provide and nowadays the way you provide is through going to work and and coming up with the income and being the breadwinner in the household and that is one of the things that kind of slowed down women to ever reach that equal status as a man so the word equal becomes extremely difficult or rather um difficult to tie to equality and and workspace and a daily uh a, um what can i say like a day to day lifestyle basis of how the woman would be treated so yeah you what what i'm hearing from from both of you is that there has been progress that has been made over the years yes although you don't feel like we are there yet so uh we've not we've not achieved uh what we'd call equality yet although uh, although you feel like we have had some you no know, improvement in the last couple of years right yes um yes so would you say um you know compared to like 10 years ago or probably when your parents were growing up uh would you say that there has been a lot of improvement or you no know, a little improvement or things have you no know, like pretty much been oh. the same <laughs> well i don't think i can say there've been a lot of improvement because saying there've been a lot of improvement would mean that the probably the pay gaps would be would be quite small we would have seen so much um Uh, maybe women being seen and their voices being heard yes there has been progress yes but i don't think this progress has been um implemented so much by the people who have uh, purported to bring it to the to bring it to the fore for example i think yes as much as women have been able to go to the workplace we have been, we've been able to work we still find cases where the pay gaps between men and women are quite low despite them being in the same position for example maybe managers but still there's quite a disparity in income as well we see women facing sexual harassment at work and uh, this results in probably low productivity levels and uh, stress levels but yeah i don't think we still we've made that much uh, so much progress or a lot of progress i think i could i could say Yeah. Absolutely. I I I agree with Joanne. Absolutely agree with Joanne that I don't want to say and I don't think I can sit here and say there has been a lot of improvement. However, I can also not say there has been no improvement. There definitely has been improvement, but not to the point where you would actually think it's actually been 10 years, you know. There hasn't been significant improvement. Um I think one one reason why we would say there has been improvement is because now people are acknowledging that there is inequality in the workspace they there there are voices that are being um that are spreading the word and there are laws and regul um 
laws and legislations that are working towards this, but not to the point where we can say that there has been a lot of change. Um, and I mean, in South Africa, at the end of apartheid, which was in 1994, 26 years ago, um, the Employment Equity, the Employment Equity Act was put in was put in place in the legislation to deal with gender inequalities, right? And it's 2021. It's 26 years later. Women are still complaining about gender-based violence. They're still complaining about being underpaid. And I hear Joanne state um, sexual harassment and things like that in the workplace. In the workplace, sometimes it's not even about. It's not even that extreme, but they will undermine the woman um, based on um, emotional reasons, stating that the woman is in their nature. They are way too soft, or they're way too um, emotional to deal with certain things. You'll find a woman being a CEO and still being challenged and treated like a junior in their CEO position. So Mm -hmm. we still do see these um, undermining factors, even if the woman has been given that opportunity to be in an equal position as a man, they still will not be treated like they're in an equal position as a man. I was was just looking at the uh, the report that we did um, earlier this month, uh, March, and um, the sentiments are you no, know, just about uh, how you're putting it. Um, like you can feel, uh, you no, know, people think uh, on average. So men and women uh, feel on average that you no, know, um, the world is moving towards the right direction. But then, when you dig deeper into you know, into the individual subsets of of that data, you start finding more insights uh, you know, around. You no, know, yes, we've grown. Uh, we are doing better, but we we are still not there. And um, I'd, I'd like us to take a step back um, and go into that survey report. Um, and just as a background to, to our listeners, um, in early March, Geopol conducted a survey in Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, and South Africa um, around gender equality um, and what people think and per- uh, perceive uh, around issues, uh, equality and, and women's rights. Uh, and I thought the findings were quite interesting. Um, and uh, Joanne and and Rudo must have seen them. Taking one one of the findings, uh, two of the findings from that report, uh, 75% of the respondents said that girls and boys are being given uh, you know, equal opportunities to succeed in school. Uh, personally, like I, where I come from, um, and it's good because Rudo spoke about culture, but uh, like where I come from, I have seen more and more girls going through school and actually going, you know, like the university and and proceeding, uh, which which was rare uh, when I was, you no, know, when I was smaller, uh, when I was growing up, uh, that was rarer than than we are seeing now. Um, so, and and I believe. Uh, no, with that 75%, uh, and this 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 was uh, almost universal across all the countries, across you know, uh, both genders and across all groups. But then when we proceed to the workplace, uh, so just over 50% uh, agreed either strongly or slightly that women and men are given equal treatment opportunities and pay. Um, but now, uh, starting with you, Joanne, what has your experience been like uh, in the schools you've been, you've been to and your career so far? Do you agree with the findings? Um, well, yes, I find the, the findings interesting as well because I can have I can say the same thing uh, as a back as a background. Still, from when I was growing up as well, um, girls were really finding were not you could find where girls were not completing school early because either they were married off early or they dropped out of school due to, due to teenage pregnancies and all. So um, I'm happy that I've been able to go to school, been able to complete my education well. Um, even though sometimes during my education in like universities or cases where um, we had like lecturers were still um, 
harassing students for like sex for grades for you, for you to continue but uh, these ones were dealt by the the school administration although not to the satisfaction of uh, everyone but um yes i've been able to continue finish school um continue with my career and uh, felt uh supported it's been it's been a good uh, progress it's shown that um this support for women all along and yeah i think there's there's more to explore and to see what uh, where the future leads great how about you rodo how has your 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 journey been in south africa so i mean um here in here back home um my peers and i would be called born freeze we weren't born in an era where there was a lot of inequality we were born in an era or rather in a time where everybody went to school and there were government put in place free uh free education i would say from from like primary schools and so i've never i've never experienced a time where um males were the prominent gender to be going to school so on my side i would say that um i have let's say experienced inequality in a smaller scale than what you guys have stated that you have experienced like for example growing up i was very athletic but in the athletic team you would see how the males were treated all right you would see that they would be i mean even with the school events the rugby team was so praised you know the whole school would gather around and they'd be chanting they would be you know th- there would be so much spirit but when it when it had to come to the netball team it wouldn't be as huge and as celebrated as the rugby team um you, we saw that in sports we saw that um in many different ways even if it was small we saw that in many different ways in our schooling career um and and that's not only in sports but one prominent um one one significant space in time was definitely the sports in school um in my workspace to be honest i think i was blessed enough to never have experienced inequality i've never been challenged uh my knowledge and my being has never been challenged um in the workspace so i don't have any experience on that quite this far everything has been quite um equal and my voice is heard and you know but definitely in school there were just these little scenarios little events that you would that you could pick up as the females not being as celebrated and as recognized as the males would be Yeah I, yeah I I I would also say the same about uh, you know uh, growing up and being in school um like what what Rudo said um so as we grew up um you no know, like compared to when I was smaller uh when less and less uh, girls were going through school implied uh, discrimination around gender would, would have been mm-hmm. you know, stuff like sports and yes. school leadership so so the school captain if it was a mixed school would almost always be be male and 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 the like um but but it's it's great that you have said um like after school you haven't been personally experiencing a lot of uh, you know uh, discrimination around gender uh, at the places you've worked in uh which is interesting because um South Africa's resorts were very different from the other countries so yeah most people strongly disagreed uh uh with the workplace finding in South Africa um mm-hmm. along with most of the other findings actually as you noted before uh for example And- when people are asked to rate the statement women and men are given equal opportunities uh treatment and pay in the workplace uh that 1% in south africa strongly disagreed uh mm-hmm. against you no know, a comparison of uh you no know, a majority that is 29% strongly agreeing with that um statement across the the other countries uh why would you say yeah. that that is rudo Yeah and that's why I say that I think I'm quite lucky and blessed to have never experienced it and what I can say is I think majority of people stated that because 
of the mindset that major that majority of South African males have. Let me tell you, a couple of not even weeks, eh? A couple of days ago, I was having a conversation with my male friend, and he said, he literally said, women can possibly not expect to have equal rights in payment and treatment in a male-dominated field. And as a researcher, I said, hmm, that's quite interesting. Why do you think that? And he said that looking at the nature of a woman, we are far too emotional. When we get pregnant, we slow down business, and that is seen as a negative, right? So already you can see the mentality that is carried in the business place. You can already see that even from a young age, men have already have certain men. That is, I don't want to generalize. Certain men have a perception of how a woman should be and which position she should be put in. It's just that mindset and that belief system that men are simply more equipped for certain jobs. And that's a prominent statement, and that is why I would, I can, I can back that research saying yes, majority of people in South Africa would strongly disagree that we have those equal opportunities and equal treatments simply i think at the top top one of the top three reasons would be the mindset and the mentality and actually deeming the woman's nature as a valid reason to why we are not as equipped all right they have made it a valid enough reason which is actually very false because you find women who have a high emotional intelligence that they would not crack under the job. But you will find men who are extremely aggressive um, and you will never find a woman saying, hmm, this male is actually way too aggressive to be a psychologist or to be a care, um, to be a child um, helper. You never get really those comments, but watch a woman who is in the mining industry or who is in the sports industry at a very high level. Then you'll find the comments of, oh my goodness, she's way too emotional. Or, oh, is she actually equipped enough to take that um, that position? Can she even confront the team? Does she have confrontational skills? And that's why I say that I think the first reason and what it boils down to is the belief system and the mindset that is that we see in today's society that we experience on a daily. That, that does make sense uh, because actually in South Africa, uh, Lots of people say that you know, men are promoted more often and men are paid more. And yeah. it, it could be those, those uh, nuances and you know, uh, cultural perceptions uh, that you know, men or uh, women may not be able to do certain things or handle certain positions and, and the like. Um, and I'd like to hear Joanne's uh, feeling about that. How is the situation in Kenya for you? Oh, well, in Kenya, first of all, I would say it's step one is we are seeing more women in the workplaces because um, given that the advances in education, it means <clears throat> more women, we're seeing more girls have, have been able to transition from high school to university and from there to higher education and to the workplace. So we are seeing more representation of women, yes, in the workplace, in the workplaces as compared to men, which is a good thing. <clears throat> Although as uh, we see, the studies are saying that uh, women, men are promoted more often, is actually, it rings true because we see from for our experiences in a Kenyan perspective, yes, most of the higher level jobs, top level jobs are still dominated by men. We're seeing fewer women in the, let's say, board of directors or CEOs, they're fewer. Most of the women are in, in let's say, middle to low level jobs. And such jobs, you, you find that it's not, the rate of promotion is not as high compared to let's say men who are from middle from middle middle levels to higher levels in addition we have also this culture of you have to know someone you find that if i know someone i have a higher percentage or a higher likelihood of me getting a promotion even if let's say as a woman i've been able to perform better and i do not know anyone so we have this this culture of uh, we call it a godfather at attitude or culture, I can say, where you get to advance more in your career, in your workplace, if you are identified with some people or you know someone. And even if you work harder, you find that there are some, there are glass ceiling that 
you're a woman, there's this attitude that if you have to make it to the next level, you have to provide some favors or you have had to do something to be able to reach where you are. So it's a pervasive attitude because it's doesn't it makes people feel like even if you've achieved so much as a woman let's say you, you're a ceo you've advanced there must be something you did for you to reach there so we find crippling attitudes that are <coughs> hindering women from progressing in as much as yes we have more women in the workplaces but you don't see them advance as fast or as fast as men or they're promoted as more as men mm, yeah that's yeah. what I, I have yes. Yeah, interesting because uh, yeah, most of the people actually in all the countries, um, men being promoted more often was you know, almost universal. Um, the difference that people have observed at their workplace or other workplaces that relates to to gender. Um, another finding I found interesting was around gender discrimination and sexual harassment. Um, so a majority of females uh, said they have faced some form of sexual harassment. Uh, that is you know, 59%, which, which I think is, is, is too high. Um, uh, do you think the society, uh, or the government is doing enough uh, about sexual harassment, Rudo? No. <laughs> And this question, you know, it, it really touches my heart because, like I said, legislations and laws were put in place 26 years ago. And we are still, till this day, asking the government to do better when dealing with gender-based violence, when dealing with gender inequality. Gender-based violence has been a topic that is even louder than before um, from the years 2020 to leading up to this year, 2021. We've seen an increase of cases day after day after day, and we still feel like the government is quiet. And that's why you see those results um, in South Africa stating that we they don't do enough. The government is, their actions are simply not enough. They're too low to even make a difference. And you know, if this whole study was even just based on South Africa, you would have seen an even higher um, percentage of, um, of, why of why we feel like the government is just not doing enough we are a democracy we do pick we i i don't want to say we pick our leaders but we do take um the majority of 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 which party is to lead and it's just that we don't see any sort of impactful and significant difference and also i don't know it's if it's because we're a developing nation but any difference that is that that is that is said to happen takes years to happen. When every single day, um, we will see the brutality that happens, um, gender-based violence-wise, and just the inequalities that we face on a daily. So it's not a surprise at all to see that high percentage of respondents saying that no, the government does not do enough. It is. It, it definitely will be like that till we see a significant difference, till we get justice, whether in the workplace or back home or anywhere where the inequality and the violence is dealt with in, a, in the correct manner. Uh, I'll draw I'll this uh, back to Joanne. Um, the last couple of weeks uh, I've been pretty interesting in Kenya uh, with what I would call explosive conversations around um, no, uh, sexual harassment, uh, women uh, facing sexual harassment, um, no, uh, treatment bordering on, on rape and, um, no, and no, violence generally even at home. Um, uh, so John, what do you think about that uh, and what has been happening? Um, and uh, the society here, uh, you know, we've seen people rising up and you know, counseling uh, people that you know, they think are either promoting that culture or not doing enough or being perpetrators. Uh, would you say that the society is now taking the right uh, path or is this... You know, um, a temporary thing we are seeing. 
Uh, Frank, it's very interesting that you say this because I think in Kenya, I say we're experiencing an awakening moment because I I feel like we have had such mentality. Um, sexual harassment has been happening so much under wraps that it has not come to the fore. But in light of recent of the recent happenings, which um, if I may be allowed to say yes, it brought up <clears throat> about a sentiment that harassment has been happening. It's been all around us. But for Kenyans, because we have, we have faced, women have been facing a lot of harassment from gender-based violence that have been happening in the homes. It has been brought about in the media, but people take it as a joke, or rather when women raise their voices that uh, it's an issue that should be addressed, we find that either we have a, people blame the woman so much for, for what for speaking up or what happened uh, for what happened yeah um yes actually yes for speaking up because you've been saying we've been seeing cases being brought about in the media let's say of rape or we find women have been murdered or killed by their partners by their friends or in situations but we, we take this as um a joke or a normal occurrence but yeah. recently we find that it has reached a point where I would say it has become too much, such that it's the media people or the influencers who should be the ones um, bringing, supporting women are the ones who are being, are the ones who are showing that this particular issue is is just you know it's just something normal happening. But I think it's an awareness moment. We are feeling that people are more aware of uh, gender-based violence and we are acting out about it women are crying out that this should be happening this should be supported more in the media yeah. and yeah and franklin can i please just add on what joanne is saying um because we're dealing with the same thing in south africa where when we say a, a, a female's name and say maybe um someone is missing it's been so normalized to the point where we're not shocked. We are simply becoming hashtags. Certain names are becoming hashtags. And that's why we say, when is the government going to be enough of having a specific girl's name as a hashtag, having um, pictures and videos of um, violence on women being circulated on the media up until they get to a point where they do enough to solve the problem? Like Joanne is saying, it's not a new thing. It's just that more people are speaking up about it. More women are not shying down to the fact that to, to actually say, yes, I've experienced one, two, three, and I'm finally coming out about it. You know, um, we say here back home, we say, am I next? There was a hashtag that was circulating for a couple of months of saying, am I next? Asking the government and asking the people that this can happen to anybody whether you're being stolen or killed or raped or um, facing violence with your partner. Am I the next person to be experiencing these things? And um, it's, it's been happening for years. It's just that we have a bigger voice right now. But even with the big voice that we have, we still see a lack of change. And that's why we even have another saying back home that says, um, don't rest, always remind them of the name always remind them of the occurrence so that it can be a thing that we that we continue to work on on a daily basis on a yearly basis you know because it needs to change um rudo as well i think um what you're saying is true because same thing we've been we've been following cases in south africa um there's that moment where there's so many so much violence happening to women such that i yeah. found it very alarming and it was very stressful for me for my friends because you you keep thinking if if it's happening in south africa and it's very it's so yeah. in the public what about us as well you know and yeah. if we really follow such news with so much so much anger and alarm and and it's it's quite quite stressful and you you begin to see as well like yes there's no political will to to actually follow up either on enforcing the laws on punishing the perpetrators yeah it's very stressful yes. actually and what when there's something that happens in in the country the government is so quick to react to it but when it's something that has to do with sexual harassment or anything that has the women up uh, the case is about a woman and an upfront female dominated it takes 
so long for justice to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's actually true. I could also say the same for us. Um, we we seeing the same the same thing happening when it's really when it's a woman being um, I don't know reporting it. It's yeah. really not uh, not something much to be you know they don't talk about it as much, but uh, yeah, it's yeah it's quite quite strange. Yeah, and yeah, I I I find it quite. Personally, I find it quite sad uh, and maddening that um, there's so much gender-based violence uh, around and in most countries, uh, especially in in Africa. Um, and as, 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 as part of the study, uh, so most countries are struggling with this problem, uh, which I personally think, you know, can end and can end if people started taking the right actions and by right by right actions I mean uh, policies as 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 you have said um, and also people treating each other with you know with with respect I mean um, I personally believe and I think I think that's the thought of you know every sober-minded person um, there shouldn't be any form of gender-based violence and if it's there it should be treated with um you no know, with uh, the severity that it, it deserves i mean we have seen cases where people go to police stations and and the people manning you know, those police desks laugh at them mm. or you no know, or, 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 or rub mm-hmm. rub it into them that you no know, it, it was your fault i mean why were you wearing that way you know <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's where yeah, where people should be protecting you are the people who are, you know, downgrading you. So, and 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 this is the case, uh, you know, for both sides. So for women, uh, you know, like our policymakers or people that should be protecting us, uh, you know, will blame the woman for, you know, for the violence that was meted on on her. Or they might look at it as if it's um, it's a normal thing that should be happening, and if it's for example, men reporting it, they get they get laughed off. Like, why why would you be beaten by a woman? Like, yes. it happens a lot, and it's so so maddening. And and um, and yeah, I I think if there's something that should come out of this uh, awakening that that uh, that that is happening at the moment is the right actions being taken. Um, I, I guess also you know educating people and passing policies and and the like um and interestingly um a lot of people say that they have experienced sexual harassment uh at the work environment um you know in schools at homes and um the left wondering i mean uh workplaces are small places uh which can be managed by even internal internal policies um schools the same thing homes should be driven by love if you ask me um i mean the places where we should feel safe are the places where we are least safe if if you get what i'm saying yeah so um how do you think so those those are my thoughts um and 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 most of this conversation has been around what i found you know most interesting uh in this report uh what did you guys uh find most interesting in the report what what were your key takeaways from this report um just so that i can start out um i when when i went through the report um, and I saw the question of what could be done to prevent gender inequality. Um, my key takeout was a lot of people stated education. And in South Africa, you know, it's, I, I think it was my greatest takeout because I agree and I also disagree with the statement. I'm on the fence with it because it's, it's not that people don't know it exists, all right? It's not that people are not told about, about it. It's, it's, 
it's nothing that is in secret or you need to explain what it is because it happens on a daily. But when you say educate people about it, there, there is no more awareness to happen to the extent that we've already seen in South Africa. All right, there's not a single man, uh, a single man that we have to drill down what, um, you know, what gender inequality is, you know. But I do agree, and like I say, I disagree and agree, but I also agree with the statement that through education, only will we be able to change the narrative and only will we be able to change the mindset. And um, I think also through education, it needs to start at a very young age. Start with the boy child to show them the rights and wrongs of treating a woman. Start also from a young age on a woman how to um, also treat the male counterparty, all right? But especially for young boys, it should start at home to say, when a lady says no, this is what she's really saying. It does not mean maybe later, all right? I think from a young age, then can we really change the narrative? And even not only saying that it should start from boys at a young age or children at a young age, rather, it should also be in the homes where the fathers teach their teenage boys um, about, yes, this is our culture, but in the day and age we live in, you cannot raise your hand because you want to be seen as stronger. You cannot do certain things for power-hungry um, activities, all right? So yes, I agree. I think my key takeout was that question of what can be done. And a lot of people said education. I say yes, but let there be more action in the education. It shouldn't be a lecture of, okay, to deal with gender inequality, ABC. It should be ABC and here's the action, here's the results, here are the consequences. There should be more than theory. There should be a practical and a day-to-day -day experience in how to change gender inequality. So yeah, that was my key takeout. That was one that really, uh, that I literally read and looked through that research um, and those results for like a whole good two minutes, just you know, analyzing why I agree and why I disagree, and I think those are my those are my key reasons. Great. Uh, what's your main takeaway, Joan? Um, well, for one, the fact that we we ran this survey and did means that we are actually raising awareness on gender inequality inequalities and. Uh, equities so it's a good thing for me that's one takeaway and then another one as well um from the study i can see that for for the kenyan environment most of the people um raise say that um for to prevent gender inequality we should raise awareness more awareness i agree with this because i believe in our environment or in our culture we have equality sometimes when you raise the, the story of equality it's taken with derision and people don't really believe in what you're saying or if they do they misunderstand um if you bring about gender equality people think oh you want you're bashing men or you're trying to be a feminist which is taken in a wrong in a wrong manner in a wrong attitude so i believe um raising awareness on equality will help actually to tell people that women seeking equality doesn't mean we are seeking equality uh with men and then putting down men at the same time because a woman is a, is a human you know is a human being so equality for women means equality for men it means a better society for both men and women we're saying that women need to be equal because with women being um having better opportunities creates a stronger society for both men and women as well. It doesn't mean you're trying to bash men or, men or saying that they're they are bad or something. It's because additionally as well, I'm th I think uh, we have our traditional gender roles play a role in such awareness because we have such a, a mentality that women have their place, men have their place, and this perpetuates um, uh, discrimination because you can't say I want to women want to work as well as men they'll tell you oh you have to go to the kitchen you have to you know cook and stuff but right now you're saying no no we, we, we can also work as well and be productive members of the society but it doesn't mean it's to the detriment of another gender because we're not we're not we don't have gender wars it's equality for all for a better society and you know and as well to 
to support both um, you know both genders in addition as well for these reports i am i am glad to see that most kenyans or other people uh, the respondents believe that uh, there is a equal representation in the workplace uh, education policies as well support girls so yeah that's 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 my yeah my key takeaways yeah interesting uh, interesting because i you know you've you've spoken about gender equality in the you know, in the in the sense you know, of what you've been seeing so when you talk about gender equality uh, mostly people think they're talking about elevating the woman i mean that that is that is what comes out a lot um mm-hmm. And it it becomes a whole new conversation around uh, what is the place of men in this you know, equality fight, yeah. Um, and I know that could become a whole you no know, <laughs> podcast episode, so I'll mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. But but you've put it nicely that gender equality is what it is. So men and women being equal and they are not being any or downtrodding based on gender i mean gender should not be a factor in anything if <laughs> if you ask me yeah yeah um, uh, yes. unless unless ruta wants to wait sorry go don no, no i'm saying yes it takes uh, both men and more men and women to be aware of it and to be able to work towards a solution yeah yeah Ruda, absolutely uh, what do you have uh, to say about that absolutely i do I, i i i do agree that gender should not be a reason and whether you are male or female your capability should never be attached to your gender you find men who are as soft as a woman is stated to be or you find women who are as strong as stated a man should be or is so gender should never be attached to your capabilities your skills your knowledge because every single person whether male female whether um african or european your skills are your skills your hard work is your hard work and who you are is who you are but never nobody should ever need to experience um inequality because of their gender and i totally agree uh so i guess it's about time we we had that this in uh this episode it was very very interesting uh at least for me i imagine also for you rudo and joan and also for our listeners um so uh What's your final say? Uh what are your final words? I think we are at a we are at a good moment in we are at a good step, we are good we are at a good moment because at this time we are learning we are learning so much about gender inequalities we are learning that um, this is not good for our growth, our development as a people, as a nation and that for for us to succeed as a whole to, as a community as a society both sides people need to be supported both men women need to be supported to grow together and that if we do this if men join in a fight for equality for women to join us as well we would prove that um there's so much more we can bring to the table there's so much we can advance if we all just work together to realize uh, that gender inequality doesn't mean one uh, one gender is superior or greater than the other but we are both important and required to for development of all of us great um john uh who do you who do you say is the woman you admire most globally locally <laughs> well that's interesting um i would say i i what one of the people i admire the most would be for me would be michelle obama i find her to be a great uh, inspiration to me and to people i know around i think she's done a lot and uh, wherever she has reached um being the first lady and she's used her position to 
advance to show that yes you can be a woman in power but still maintain integrity still maintain poise still maintain your own sense of a woman and and still you know um, be a woman of value and advance uh, women's rights so i really admire her as well in the international yeah, international arena uh Locally, I think for me, I like I would I I am inspired by Wangari Maathai because I am really a proponent for environmental. I'm an environmentalist. I say I really champion um, rights for the environment, and what she did was really great. Um, her legacy stands for us in our parks. She's at least maintained that we are, we we have parks and the integrity of our greenery in our cities is maintained. So yeah, for me, these are my role models. Ah, great, because both Michelle Obama and Wangari Madai were in the top 10 of, you know, like, the most admired women uh, when we ran the survey. Uh, over to you, Rudo. Um, which woman do you look up to most in the world? <laughs> this question, uh, when I was going through the report, this question, I was like, oh, Rudo, so, uh, who is your woman? Or... Um, and I actually don't have one name. Um, you know why? And, and I say that because I feel like every single woman goes through their trials and tribulations to become the woman that they aspire to be. And I mean, my if, if, I'm, if, if it's close to home, I would say my grandmother, my mother, um, for, 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 for pushing through everything. When I think about celebrities and I think about, you know, the 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 people who are frontline well-known, I would definitely put um, Michelle Obama in there, Oprah Winfrey in there. Um, hmm. There's so many people. I genuinely cannot yeah. pick one woman. They, you know, there's a whole list full of women. And, and I think for me, it's difficult because I aspire to a, a specific woman in a specific area of my life. If it comes to a, like, like, a, like work, I would aspire to a certain woman if it comes to um, the environment or to mindset. I always think of a specific woman. I don't think it's one woman in general. So yeah, but we have pretty amazing women out there. Um, and just as my uh, finishing off message and um, my last thing to say to whoever's listening is that you are capable of doing anything that you put your mind to. Um, and you should not undermine your capabilities um, because of what another person says about you. If you are able to make a change, make that change happen. Be the change that you wish to see in the world, like Gandhi once said. Um, and also, don't ever think that your small percentage of change can never be um, strong enough or big enough to actually make a huge impact. If you're, star if you're a sister and you're at home and you have a little brother, make that change to teach them certain things. If you're a mom or even if you are a teacher, you, especially as a teacher, are somebody who can have a huge impact on a daily by just doing a small thing in the classroom that will um, impact that individual growing up. Yeah. Great. That's a fitting way to end this conversation. I, I had a lot of fun and thanks a lot uh, Joanne and Rudo for joining Thank me you. on this episode of Zeopold Talks. I hope we do this again soon. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having us. It was interesting. Thank so. you, Franklin. <laughs>